0: There is yeah. one rule at this table. If there's a frog coming up my throat, don't make fun of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene right there. That's the intro.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the NYC Godcast. Today we are wrapping up the series. Follow the facts. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but this has been a really good challenging series. Yes. I mean, Indeed. I hope they're all decent and good, but this one's been challenging. I think we're talking about some real some real things that we all go through, but it's just it's just been challenging. And mm-hmm. I'm honestly a little bit sad to see it ending. Yeah. Um We can't talk about car wrecks and legs. I know. Oh, that I'm is sure we can find places. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure it will come back out. Um, yeah. Um so. A couple weeks ago, Rachel shared one of my favorite Christian analogies. She totally stole the rug out from under me. I asked. Uh, you did ask before you did I was it. Right, <laughs> can I pull this rug <laughs> Yeah, basically. Stay you. I'm, uh, so it's faith, fact, and experience. So to briefly recap, so fact, also known as truth, a.k.a. Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, he perfectly walks the impossible that cannot be done experience never walks the impossible. It always falls and falters and tries its best to convince us into what can be seen, felt and experienced. So here is faith that enters the scene, having already seen what Jesus has done and hearing what experience is saying. And faith has to make a choice. Will I follow fact or will I believe and follow experience? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's at this intersection between the two, between fact and experience, between Jesus, the word of God, and what we see and feel and, and mm-hmm. go on around us, that we each live our daily lives. Will I endure through experience or will I follow the effects? So I wanna take a look at a very familiar series. Honestly, this is a rather um, fitting Halloween uh, story because spoiler alert, it's about the living dead. Uh, so we're gonna take a look at John 11 and we find the story of Lazarus. <clears throat> and so, uh, Lazarus, a friend of Jesus, was sick, obviously, mm-hmm. to the point of death. And Mary and Martha, Lazarus' sisters, send word to Jesus that he needs to come quickly to heal Lazarus before he dies. Jesus, of course, tarries for three days. Mm-hmm. And Lazarus does, in fact, die. He's placed into a sealed grave. And as you can imagine, his sisters are pretty distraught by the mm-hmm. whole thing. <clears throat> but then you have to imagine these were real people at a real time, at a real place, real mm-hmm. family. Yep. And so the questions start to come in, right? Uh, they start to doubt and have hurt. How could Jesus, the miracle worker, our friend, how could he not come in our time of need? How could he forget about us? And so Jesus finally shows up on the scene after three days. And he's greeted by the mourners. He hears the funeral procession. Uh, and, and Lazarus has now been in the grave four days. Mm-hmm. So Martha runs out of the house to meet Jesus. And she brings up the fact, Jesus, you've been MIA for four days. And had you been here, Lazarus would still be alive. And Jesus responds to this accusation by telling Martha these words in John 11, 23. Your brother will rise again. Martha responds to Jesus saying, I know, I know. In the resurrection, when we all get to heaven, what a yep. day that will be, uh, right? I know, we'll all live together. I know, I know, I know. To which Jesus replies this, I am the resurrection. Mm-hmm. I am the life. He that believes in me, though he was dead, he'll live again. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Then he looks at Mary, I have to believe, he holds her by the shoulders, looks into her eyes and says these words, do you believe me? Mm-hmm. Now, place yourself in Martha's shoes for a minute, right? I don't know what size yeah. they were. You probably wouldn't fit. But imagine standing in Martha's shoes for a moment. <laughs> a tiny feet back then. Very you tiny. definitely feet. wouldn't fit. Uh, <laughs> wow. She's not going to make any comments in this podcast. <laughs> she's like, I'm done. That was for taking the rug out from under me. Now we're even, okay. You're such a cruel person. <laughs> do you feel better? I hear you. I love <laughs> no, you. I don't that's know, that's know, that's what I, I do you. You are heard. You are loved. You are heard. You are loved. That's <laughs> it. Okay, anyways. So, place yourself in Martha's shoes for just a minute. You have just spent the last week at your brother's bedside, and eventually he dies. Mm-hmm. You've just attended his funeral. You just put flowers on the grave that's still fresh. You hear the mourners weeping. You hear the violin music playing in your ears. Mm-hmm. You you are sad, and you there's still leftover chicken from the church potluck that yeah. brought over. So, right, wow. there's all of this going yeah. on, and Jesus shows up and has the audacity to say, he'll live again. Do you believe me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you do here? What do you do with that? What do you do if you're Martha? Because to be honest, I think what Martha did is what we would do. We would, as good Christians who believe the Bible, we'd start rationalizing Mm -hmm. what we see around us. We would start being over-spiritual with the scripture and using Christian cliches to comfort ourselves and make it all better. Well, yeah, I know in heaven someday he'll live. I know the resurrection. I know. Right? We would, We would... He's in a better place. He's in a bit, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. And yet Jesus says, no, 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 Martha. You misunderstand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, right now. I mean, immediately, presently, m- right now, in this current moment, Lazarus is going to live again. Martha, do you believe me?
1: Yeah.
2: We... Are you afraid? Well, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're the we're the kings and queens of rabbit holes, okay? And we are. <laughs> yes, we are.
1: We are. Rabbit holes? We go yeah, rabbit yeah. trail trap do things? Yeah. What is happening?
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah, you guys corrupted me. So, anyway, a, a sidebar: What I take from this is 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 that God is always on time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: despite what our perception of being on time is. Yeah. Okay, so clearly Martha thought, you know, you're late. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're days late. Okay. So that even in that, in things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I've ever said God was late.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay? You, you know what I mean? So, because I always say he's never late. We're just impatient. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? So, from this, another example of, because the outcome of this story, he was perfectly on time mm-hmm. as usual.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the problem was Martha was trying to constrain God to her timetable. Yeah, right. Now I'm the guy who, if I'm 10 minutes early, I'm 20 minutes late. Like yeah. I, I always want to be on time and, and actually very early, or I can't, I, my switch twitches. Yes, Uh, yes. And yes. so I would be Martha. Like no, four days ago was said you're supposed yeah. to be here, Jesus, yeah. and yet, God is not constrained to our time, not only our time but our plans. Yes, right. Or our ways or our thoughts. Well,
1: the thing is death. What's the what's the saying? No, there's nothing certain except for taxes and death. Is that the the thing? Yep, like, something. Yeah. So in our brains, like death is death. permanent. It's done. Yeah. Like yeah. so, there's no like there could have been hope if he was still you know he could be breathing fierce. heavily. Yeah. yeah. No, like he <laughs> has the, hospice. Has, he I has mean, the death rattle right, going yeah. on, and <laughs> right. then Jesus comes right, in and like, saves last him last minute. Yeah. But like he stinks. <laughs> like,
0: like, dang, like but yeah. conceptualize yeah. that. Like, we think dead like that. Like, yeah. they just passed away. They haven't been cleaned up yet. Yeah. Like, I, we've been around death quite yep. a bit. Yep. No, he was in the grave where the skin came off the bone already. Yep. The sinew yep. had just dis- like disappeared. They he- like that. Worms were eating yep. things. Yes. Like it was rotting. Yes, that's past death. Yes. That's way past death. Is there yeah. anything past death? Though? Well, I, mean, I, mean, I get what you're saying. The Your flesh is starting right. to come off. Yeah. 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 So this is, this is and, and, and Jesus, had, knowing that, knowing the state Lazarus' body was in, mm-hmm. Jesus has the audacity to ask, do you believe me? Mm-hmm. He'll live again. Do you believe me? Yeah. And so Martha has a choice to make here. I can walk by faith or I can walk by sight. Mm-hmm. She could follow her experience, which she perceived, what she felt, what she could see around her, mm-hmm. or she could follow the facts. Yep. Experience told her, CJ, I need a click. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the slowest click I've ever had in my life.
0: Experience told Martha this. Dead people stay dead. Yeah. yeah. Death is the end. Death is the end of the story. There's nothing more to come. Mm-hmm. People who are in the grave smell really bad. Mm-hmm. Funerals are the end of the story. Experience told her that she was in mourning, that the tomb was sealed, that Lazarus stunk. Mm-hmm. What Martha thought, what she felt, what she saw, what she heard all pointed to one thing. Lazarus is dead. Yep. And yet here's Jesus, Mr. Truth, Mr. Facts, telling her that though he did in fact die, he will in fact live again. Martha had a choice. Will I believe what I think, what I feel, what I see, what I hear? Or will I believe the words of Jesus? Yep. The smell told her to doubt. Mm-hmm. The sound of weeping told her not to believe him. The broken heart within her said it can't be. And yet Jesus asks Martha, do you believe me? Mm-hmm. So this may be obvious, but I think this is kind of overlooked a lot of times. You do realize that it's, if it's possible, if it's logical, if it's doable, then there is no need for faith. Yep. Yes. In other words, if Lazarus were healthy, doing push-ups and eating kale at the dinner table, Mm. there would be no need for Jesus to show up in the situation. There would be no need of faith for Mary and Martha in this place. And yet it's the presence of the impossible, the presence of the unseeable, the undoable, the unlikely, the no way, no how that invites Jesus to come where we are, to invite Mr. Fact, Mr. Truth to join us Mm -hmm. in our predicament. And so it was the illness, it was the death of Lazarus, which drew Mary and Martha to Jesus. You Mm -hmm. notice that in the story. Mm -hmm. Martha darts out of the house and goes to Jesus. What caused her to draw nigh unto God? The situation Mm -hmm. which beckoned faith. Well, Hebrews 11 tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm -hmm. Those who draw near to him will be rewarded of him. And so as obvious as that is in their story, as obvious as it is that you have to have impossibility for a need of faith, you have to see what. You have to have what can't be seen Mm -hmm. in order to have faith. Do we realize we don't ever see that in our own lives? We don't ever put two and two together in our own lives. Don't we want to always try to figure it out? We want to try to Mm -hmm. dodge the dilemmas and avoid the adversity at all costs in our lives. We want to try to figure it out on our own. We, We want to try to skirt around the problem. Have we forgotten that you can only please God by faith? And only when there is impossible on the line do you need faith. And so biblically, you cannot walk by faith if sight is involved. Mm-hmm.
2: So um, an okay, an important mm-hmm. walk in our in our journey in salvation, everything is accepting that we can do nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So therefore, everything that is done has to be done through faith. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? So so even the smallest little Itsy bitsy thing was done by faith. Okay. So God is ever present, ever present performing. I mean, we just look at it because we're so high on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you tie a string to an ant, you know what I mean, and then tie it to a car, and you're driving the car, and the ant is in front of the car. To the ant, it's like, I am pulling this car. <laughs> yeah. Look at yeah. me go. You know, you know, you know what I yeah. mean. And they look at the ant like, surely you know That's what's right. really <laughs> going on here. Yeah. And we're like, as humans, we're like, no. Yeah. You know, you didn't do this. I mean, we don't say this to God, right. but in our actions, oh, yeah. we're saying it. Yeah. You didn't do this for me.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Like, if you're not thanking someone for doing it, you're implying that you did it yourself. Because right. we're all kind-hearted, warm people. Do that it. when someone holds the door, we say thank, thank you. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. you know. But we don't say thank you for every yeah. detail that God does. Yeah. So yeah. that's I think, the
1: thing is, like, you won't have a relationship with Him if you never have to trust Him or need Him or,
2: or acknowledge Him. him like, yeah. if
1: everything was going great in your life, like that's just how our brains are. If we like, there's you know, we're able to figure out everything and we're able to do it. Why would we need him?
0: So this is the funny thing. So last episode, we talked about Brother Andrew Mm -hmm. uh, and and he was the guy who smuggled Bibles behind the Iron Curtain for 94 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, not that he (laughs) did that for all 94, but (laughs) um, (laughs) goo goo ga -ga, give me a Bible. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's nice. But (laughs) this is the thing. Most of us in our own lives have such baby puny faith Mm -hmm. that whenever we have a small little tiny baby itsy bitsy hiccup We're like, I need all the faith. I yep. need it. I need to help God help. I M- remove. My toe. Ah, yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. Brother Andrew and yep. many saints of days gone by, even the disciples, you see them going into trouble. Mm-hmm. They're going mm-hmm. to find trouble. Yep. They're give, they're carrying a box of Bibles on purpose to the most dangerous yep. parts of the world. And so, Do we see how that's like where faith should be? Yeah. Right. So can we even call what we have faith? Like, that's the question when our faith is that small that we don't even trust him with a hangnail.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that really faith? Yeah. We should be to the place where we're willing to put ourselves at, at, at risk, at danger for God to prove himself and what he said he will do. Yep. And I think that's just so, so much missing. Um, So, we find in verse 33 through 44, the rest of the story, that Jesus approaches the grave of Lazarus. So, he was outside the house. Martha comes darting over. Jesus now makes it to the house. And so, now he's standing at the grave. Mm -hmm. And something totally unexpected takes place here. Because Jesus, Mr. Truth, Mr. Facts, Mr. Resurrection and Life, actually begins to weep.
2: Hmm.
0: Now, is that odd to anybody else? Like... We all know that's our favorite verse to memorize, but is that yes. odd to anybody else? Because didn't Jesus know what was about to happen? Mm-hmm. Didn't Jesus just get done telling the sisters it's okay? He's going to live again. Why would Jesus weep here? Yeah. Why would he more? Why why would he cry? So, well, let me tell you. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: My mother was a woman, but I'm okay with that. No. Uh, so, this this isn't necessarily even an answer to the question, but this really challenged me. This is actually from Warren Mearsby. This is not from John. This is actually from the Old Testament. But I, as I read this, I was just so convicted by this. I thought it was mm-hmm. so good. So, this is the valuable truth of the situation. Emotions and feelings are not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for us to say out loud because I think a lot of times we do bash emotions. We do bash feelings. I mean, this whole month we've spent time saying, don't trust them. Yep. right? And so, but Jesus here had feelings. Mm-hmm. He wept. He cried. And so feelings and emotions are not wrong. Mm-hmm. In fact, to not have emotions, to not show feelings is actually to lack humanity. Yep the fact that Jesus cried is one of the biggest accreditations to his humanity. Mm -hmm. When we don't cry, when we don't share emotions, we might as well be robots. We might as well be drones, right? We, we are showing we are not human emotions are one of the proofs of our humanity. And so that it was not sin for Jesus to be human. It was not sin for Jesus to show what humans show emotions. Mm -hmm. The difference is that God desires that we would allow him to change our feelings Mm -hmm. in order to match the way we walk in truth mm-hmm. and so that's what jesus does here yes he weeped but the weeping was in submission to knowing what jesus would do yep. or what god would do through him do you yep. see the difference yep. and yet so often we do it out of order we weep and then we ask for his word yep it should be the other way around we should believe him and yet allow the weeping to come even though we believe him yep. well, that's because we As humans in the in the
2: flesh, you know, like I always say, like in that moment, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We have a very human, fleshy reaction to almost any situation, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And whether it takes us five seconds to go, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Or some people, five years, Mm -hmm. you you know what I mean? For us to realize like, oh, wait, no, it wasn't like that. You know, like I'm sure like we can all think back to a time in our life that was difficult or yep. we were hurt, yep. you know what I mean? And then when we look at it in reflection, it's just like, oh, like that really
0: wasn't as bad as it seemed yep. in that moment. So really, I think I think the, the, the thought here is that emotions are not wrong, we should have emotions. CJ. We should have emotions. <laughs> but God should regulate our emotions. Yeah. And so if you cannot say that your emotions are regulated by God and his word, your emotions are out of check. Yeah, they're a problem, they're, and they right. can't be trusted. In well, and that's the like that's for every emotion because yeah. like even oh, yeah. anger, Jesus bitterness. I mean, flipped a table, right? Exactly. <laughs> like and, and he sinned not. He yeah. was angry and sinned not. It was not a righteous anger, exactly right. And so that's the thing is, it's not we. The answer for a Christian is not to go numb. It's yeah. not to be emotionless. The answer is to submit, regulate your emotions through God and His Word. Yes,
1: the emotions that you have shouldn't be coming
0: from you. They should be coming from Him. And really, big picture, that's everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. Christians are a uh, living sacrifice, mm-hmm. meaning we our home where we live is on the altar, yep. which means every part of us in every way is His mm-hmm. first, and so our emotions absolutely align with that as well as everything else we have in life. But mm-hmm. so often I think Christians, I mean, and even in our lives, we so often, as you said, react with our emotions, mm-hmm. proving He's not regulating our emotions. Yep. We're not basing our reaction on what He said, but what we see and feel.
1: Yep.
0: So in verse thirty-nine, Martha reminds Jesus that. By now he stinks. Mm -hmm. He's decaying. My brother rotteth. And Jesus then tells Martha these words. Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe... Or Jesus says this to Martha. Sorry, I had that backwards. Mm -hmm. Jesus says this to Martha. Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe that thou shouldest see the glory of God? In other words, Jesus tells Martha, have faith over funk. Mm -hmm. Though you smell the rotting, though you are seeing the funeral flowers, though... Have faith over the funk. Mm -hmm. Don't allow what you're experiencing to talk you out of your faith. I said he will will live again. Have faith over funk. Believe my words. Jesus says, follow the fact, follow the truth, and you will see the impossible made possible. You'll see God glorified. And so again, ignore the funk, shrug off the smell, and have faith. And you know, of course, that Jesus goes on to prove his words from here. He goes on to prove the facts as Lazarus rises up. It's my Mushu in, intimidation the, that a, yeah. <laughs> uh, So, what convicts me most about the story, and honestly, what kind of drew my attention to this story that we all know so well is the question that Jesus Jesus asks Martha mm-hmm. Do you believe me? God gave us his word. Those are the facts. And he's laid it before us and said, I give this to you. Just like he did with Martha. He's holding Martha's shoulder, looking in her eyes, and saying, these are the facts. Do you believe me? He's laid the Bible before all of us. We read the Bible. We we study the Bible. He's telling us, these are the facts. Do you believe me? The thing is, if you're a Christian, you know, if you're in church and, and the preacher's up there and says, do you believe God? Do you believe his word? We would all say, amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. And that's good enough for me. However, this is the question I want us to comprehend. Are we giving him the opportunity to prove his word in our lives? Because that's what takes place in the scene. Jesus said it, but Martha and Mary had to give him the opportunity to prove it. Mm -hmm. Are we doing the same? He's given us his word. Are we allowing him to prove his word in our lives? The funk, the rotten, stinky, putrid, disgusting stench of our situation, it's going to do everything it can to convince us out of following the words of Jesus. Our experience is going to point out all the times it's failed, how this has never worked before, how there's no way, no how, no possibility. And yet Jesus himself says, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the facts. Do you believe me? Will you make the decision to walk by faith and not by what you see? That's an interesting point because...
2: Again, like, it's all on us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, God's word is true, Mm -hmm. 100%. Okay, and we read God's word, hopefully daily. And so what our, our response is totally, you know, our fault you know what I mean right. it, it's it's like we're drowning and someone's hand is like reaching yeah. down to pull Let us up smack it yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and we're like yeah we're like I think I can swim through this as the waterfall is rapidly yeah. approaching yeah. it's like I think I can make it I think I can oh I can't make it you know what I mean like that's, yeah, that's just us. the way exactly that's, that's how we are like we don't you know, if we would use, and I hate to put it, but if we would play the guide card first, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to walk across these, you know, this shallow river here and get to the other side. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. We start to walk, we slip, we fall, the current starts taking us away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we're thinking, I know how to swim. Right. Yes, I'll swim to shore as a rapidly, rapidly, you know what I mean? Yeah. And from the very beginning, God was reaching his hand out to us, but we didn't. You know, grab his hand yeah. until the last second before we went over the edge of yeah. the waterfall. Yep. You know, yeah. and and in in this instance, for example, we would have went over the waterfall, yeah. got back okay. in the barrel, climbed again. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's only at the bottom of the waterfall as we're laying there all bloodied up,
1: yeah. and missing a leg,
2: probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like again, you know. So at that point, you know, Jesus shows up and says, "Hey." You know, I can heal you. Do you believe? Right. Okay. And we're thinking like, dude,
0: like, where were you? (laughs)
2: Before I went over the edge, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the facts are I'm never gonna walk again. Yeah. And I think it's
0: important. So so the thought that was coming to mind this is totally Christian cliche, and we we totally bash Christian cliches. Like they're not good, but I'm gonna say one. Mm -hmm. Is God your spare tire or your driver, your steering wheel? And that's the difference. Like we allow him to be that like last resort if we pop a tire, but he should be the one driving the car in the first place. And so that means sometimes he'll drive you over a waterfall. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he will let Lazarus die on purpose. Because he's in control, he's in charge here. But Faith says it doesn't matter where he drives me, I'm along for the ride. I believe he's a good driver. He's a good, good driver. Good, good driver. That's who he he is. is. That's who he is. Good, good driver. That's who you are. Isn't that what this is? I'm not God. That's, that's who he <laughs> that's is. What the song says. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's true. Okay. this the facts. I'm oh, like, okay. I don't think so. Well, you couldn't say that's who you are. That that's right. Right. Know. That's exactly mm. right. Thank you for following that. Okay. 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 So I have a really great quote today. It's rather lengthy, but it's just so, so good. In fact, I wanted to write the whole episode on just this quote because it's mm. so, so, so good. Uh, this is from Streams in the Debser, uh, Desert, September 26th. So this is what the writer says. God never wants us to look at our feelings. Self may want us to, Satan may want us to, but God wants us to face facts, not feelings. God never gives us feelings to enable us to trust him. Think about that. Mm -hmm. God never gives us feelings to encourage us to trust him. God never gives feelings to show that we have already and utterly trusted him. God gives feelings only When he sees that we trust him apart from feelings, resting on his own word and on his own faithfulness to his promise. Never until then can the feeling, which is from God, possibly come. And God will give the feeling in such a measure and at such a time as his love sees best for the individual case. That's convicting for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how often in church and ministry and in our lives, We think feelings are a proof of God. Yeah. Mm. We think feelings are a dictation of God. Mm -hmm. I know he wants me to do this because of how I feel. And yet, biblically, factually, faithfully, Mm -hmm. feelings have to catch up with what he has said. And so anytime we get that out of order, it's not actually God. We have to submit those feelings to God Trust the facts regardless of feelings, and then he'll allow our feelings to align. Mm -hmm. It kind of goes back to the faith, fact, and experience where they all align Mm -hmm. and they follow along. So uh, today's feature content is True in the Light by Ren Collective. Uh, Charge-up challenge today is to find a promise in God's word. It could be a favorite promise, a promise that's applicable to what you're going through right now, whatever the case. Write that promise down on a piece of paper, and then ask yourself the question that Jesus asks to Mary, Martha, and the crew. (laughs) (laughs) The game, Biblically, Martha. But you know it's what I mean. Band. <laughs> <laughs> the band. Dry bones band. Yep. Not too much, too much. Uh, so <laughs> Jesus asked Martha this question. Do you believe me? And so as you write that promise down, as you write that verse down, ask yourself, do you believe him? Mm-hmm. Do you believe what he's saying? Are you walking in life as if that verse, that promise were true? Are you allowing Jesus to live out that word in your life? Mm-hmm. That's the challenge. Very good. Well, with that, that is the wrap-up of Follow the it Facts. Is. Maybe we should Darn. make this like an annual theme every the October. Fashion. Every um, October, yeah. Werewolves yeah. and broken legs and mm. lots of stuff happening. Like it was broken. broken. No, 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 it was severed. It was torn off across detached. the road. That's right. It was not even yeah. the same uh, lane. It may have been. Across the lane. That's right. Well, uh, friends, township. thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> hope it has been a blessing and challenge and chuckle or two. Mm-hmm. Until uh, next time. Oh, do we want to say? Put that thing back. <laughs> <laughs> Where I came from, we're somewhere. so happy. Um, so, next month, we are excited to have the theme as we go into the Thanksgiving season uh, called Humble Pie. Ooh. I'm personally really excited for that theme. I think it's going to be really challenging. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to discover a lot of things we didn't necessarily realize yeah. about mm-hmm. pride and humility. Yep. Um, you know, uh, you last episode, you talked about the opposite of faith is disobedience. In a lot of ways, the opposite of pride um, is humility obviously. that what? was <laughs> that was very anticlimactic I think you all knew that that's not what I was gonna say I just totally escaped me I was focusing on Kevin's quote lost my own
1: is so podcast is on?
0: <laughs> and done cut that's an episode you can tune in the rest of the month of November that's all I gonna say no I think it's gonna be really challenging I think that so often we don't think we're prideful yeah and yet
1: there's things oh, in our lives that are prideful that pride, we don't yeah. see as prideful
0: I remembered
1: you remembered I
0: remembered <laughs> I did.
1: What did you remember? The opposite.
0: That? <laughs> I know what it says. Hold <laughs> that. Uh, Get the it opposite. <laughs> I'm gonna choke on it. The-, the opposite of pride. Uh-huh. Is thankfulness,
1: oh, there you and go. that's the whole—that's the whole reason
0: we're doing it in November. That's the whole description of November. <laughs> yes, and you could have helped me with that <laughs> because you do it too. Join us for Humble Pie. Thank you and good night. Yes, good night. Bye.
1: <laughs>